Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and now we welcome our very special guest, J.J. Ramberg. J.J. is an entrepreneur, television host, public speaker, podcast host, entrepreneur, best-selling author, and mom. For 13 years, JJ hosted MSNBC's Your Business, the network's second longest-running program and the corresponding podcast, Been There, Built That. She interviewed thousands of entrepreneurs and business leaders to discover what works and what doesn't when growing their companies. As a small sample, the show featured Neil Blumenthal from Warby Parker, Jim Koch, Boston Beer Company, John Foley, Peloton, Jamie Kern-Lima, It Cosmetics, Spencer Raskoff, Zillow, and Bobby Brown. JJ is more than just a journalist who covers entrepreneurship, though. She is a two-time founder who launched both Good Pods and Good Shop. And it is my pleasure and my honor to welcome you today to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast. JJ, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here, and I love the word spunkier in that intro. I'm going to start using that word a lot. Well, you know, I think uh, wickedly smart women could be more spunky because sometimes wickedly smart women are seen as very sterile oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so spunkiness is, a, I think, a quality that allows us to bring more lightness of being into the world. And when we bring more lightness of being into the world, it actually opens hearts and minds to be able to receive whatever smartness is coming through. So yay, I'm glad you're going to be spunkier, JJ. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited that you're here, JJ, for more than one reason. First of all, you know, your background is hugely impressive in terms of your influence in the world number one, as a Wickedly Smart Woman, and number two, as an entrepreneur. But the second reason why I'm really excited to have you here is because you are in a creation mode right now. You are in a founding mode right now for something really new and really important in the marketplace to help elevate and celebrate unheard voices through Good Pods. And uh, that's how you and I met was through the announcement that you were launching that. So I want to start my questions today with you around your own personal entrepreneurial journey. Like what called you into entrepreneurship? What called you into the media? What called you to step into this leadership role and to become an influencer? You know, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. So my both grandfathers uh, on both sides started their own companies. My father is a serial entrepreneur. My mother um, had an amazing story where she was uh, a stay-at-home mom um, who worked very hard but never got paid for it and then started a company in her late 40s, which then became very successful. My brother is my co-founder and also a serial entrepreneur. I married an entrepreneur. So I guess it's in my blood. And 
this latest company, Good Pods, which we can talk about if you'd like, but I feel very mission driven, right? With this is my second company. And with both companies, I felt very mission driven. And that drives me to, you know, work as hard as you need to do and take all the risk and everything else that comes with founding something. Mm, beautiful. Well, I want to talk about risk because I think that's a really important word. Right now, as we're recording this, uh, we are living in a world where it is incredibly challenging right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We have protesters in the streets. We have lots of challenges going on. And as an entrepreneur, you know, there's, a, there's risk in how do we present our work in the world and be compensated well for our work in the world and not be ignorant of or tone deaf to all the other things that are happening. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about how you hold maybe your own boundaries for yourself in your business so that you can continue to allow it to do what it's here to do, but at the same time be sensitive to what's going on in the world. You know, it's interesting. We had to think a lot about that because Good Pods is brand new. And we actually launched this company during the pandemic. And so if I can just quickly say what Good Pods is, it'll make the rest yeah, of the story make sense. So Good Pods is a new podcast-centric social network where you can follow your friends and you follow influencers to see what they're listening to by show or by episode. So our thought was it, it's very overwhelming to know what good podcasts are out there. There are a lot of amazing voices that aren't bubbling up to the surface because they just don't have buckets of marketing dollars. And we wanted to create a way for people to learn what's out there through what their friends are listening to as a way to, to spread more voices around. And so we've been working on this for quite a long time and we were ready to go and launch in March and then the world turned upside down. And so we had to really sit down as a team and say, is this appropriate? Should we be doing this? And, and I'll get to the protest in a moment. But, and so we said to ourselves, all right, let's look at ourselves as users. Is Good Pod something we really need right now, right? Is, can we talk about this in a way that makes us feel good? And we decided, actually, yes, because for us, we found that we were really turning to podcasts for information and entertainment, and it was a really nice way to connect with people around something positive or useful to say, oh, my brother just listened to this, now I want to hear it. My sister did, now let's go talk about it. And also with our family, I found uh, my son who's 11 would listen to something, and then his 12-year-old brother would listen to it, and then we get to talk about it around the table. Um, and that could be anything from, you know, about the pandemic or humor or history. But again, today, while the world is turning upside down once again, I think we all need to do our part right now in the world. The, a lot of healing, a lot of education. I think mostly we need to learn to be more compassionate and more empathetic. And one of the things I have just been thinking about is we just need to listen to each other. And again, it's like a fire under me for good pods because that's what we're doing, right? We're, we're giving people a space to actually go listen to each other. And it's so easy through podcasts to go find someone to listen to who lives in a different world than you, has a different perspective than you. And so I actually am bringing the world inside to motivate me in my work. 
Beautiful. I love that. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about how you, as a founder, you know, of more than one uh, company, how you value your vision, not only in terms of, you know, what I'm hearing, what you're saying here is it's really mission driven and your mission right now actually fits like a perfect puzzle piece in the fabric of what we have going on in the world right now. But for the people who might be listening to this a long time from now, because this podcast will likely, you know, be evergreen for many, many years to come, who may be having that entrepreneurial urge to found something. I think as we go through these times of significant change, they are also times where fertile ground is being churned for seeding new ways of being, new ways of doing business with one another, new ways of listening to each other. So for somebody who's listening whenever they're listening, can you give a little bit of your own like internal mindset work around how you value your vision and make the choices in your own life to continue to breathe life into it? I think you have to believe or I have to believe in what I'm doing. And I got my MBA a long time ago now, but but one thing I learned when I was there and then subsequently I learned by interviewing so many entrepreneurs for 13 years for my show for NBC News was you can find meaning in a lot of things, right? You can find meaning in the product that you're putting out. You can find meaning in leadership. You can find meaning in giving people jobs and treating them well. So when people say you should have passion for your business, I think that passion can be around a variety of different things in your business. And so for me, I just feel like I have to feel like I am contributing to the world in a positive way. In this particular business right now, it is because we don't have that many employees, right? It is by putting out a product that I think is helpful for the world, right? But I'm sure as this business grows, that could expand to having employees who I get to treat really well and and live a world that I think we should be living. Mm, Beautiful. Well, I'd love to have you just talk briefly about the world you think we should be living since that's part (laughs) of vision, right? What is the world you think we should be living, JJ? You know, we were we were brought up, so I, I started this company with my brother and actually my sister's involved too and my nephew, and we were just brought up to see the world beyond ourselves, right? I mean, my, my father very sadly just passed away, but I was reading all the tributes to him. And what every single person said is that my dad was so nice and he was interested in everyone and made everyone feel at home. And that is a world, right? If we could do that to everyone, no matter, you know, what job you have, what color your skin, just respect each other and be interested in each other and try and understand each other. That's the world I'd like to be a part of. Beautiful. All right. Well, we are going to go to break right now. It's amazing how quickly this happens. But when we come back from the break, we are going to let people know where they can find out more about you and Good Pods. But right now, I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. We are up to 39 countries now. And I want to shout out to our listeners in Albania 
and our listeners in Argentina. We got two A's today. Those were the ones that showed themselves to me. And when we come back, we will talk more with JJ Ramberg. But for now, I want to just say thank you again to everyone who is really tuning in and letting yourself be educated by the Wickedly Smart Women podcast and by all of the amazing women who have been my guests and to let you know that we are in process with you know, building this platform out. And so we would love to have your support. If you would please share with your uh, lovely lady friends and let them know that they can get great content here. Also know that this show is on Good Pods. So, uh, you know, let's have a win-win here today. When I come back, I'll tell you how to get onto Good Pods. But for now, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with JJ Rambert. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by The Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, The Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with JJ Ramberg. As we mentioned in uh, the intro, she is the founder of Good Pods and Good Shop. But for today, we're going to let you know how to find out about Good Pods. So, Good Pods is an app, and you can get it at goodpods.com. You can download the app at goodpods.com. Wickedly Smart Women is on the app. I am on the app. And the purpose of the app, why don't you share with us, JJ, a little bit more about kind of how it works and how you envision that people are going to interact with this app and share with other people and learn and grow together. Yeah, absolutely. So the problem we were solving for is, I'll give you it in my own life. I'd be ready to go out for a run and I'd want to listen to a podcast and I think, what do I go listen to? And so I call my brother and he wouldn't answer and I'd call my best friend and she wouldn't answer and I'd spend half an hour looking for something new to listen to and then my run time is over. <laughs> and so we wanted something really simple where you could actually go onto an app, see what your friends and influencers that you like are listening to and just press play. Our idea with that is once you start getting recommendations from friends, which is what we like to do anyhow, your world expands. Suddenly you're not listening to just the same four podcasts that you always listen to, but you get introduced to all of this other amazing content out there. There are all of these great podcasters who have lots of amazing things to say, they just don't have big marketing budgets. And so we want to surface up all of these amazing voices. So if you think of Good Pods, picture, if you know Goodreads, it's Goodreads for podcasts, but picture your Instagram feed or your Twitter feed, and it's just what podcasts people like, and you can also interact with people on it. 
Beautiful. Well, it reminds me of the Wella Balsam commercial that used to be on TV when I was a kid. I told two friends and they told two friends and so on and so on and so on. And so it's a pleasure for us to be on the platform. And definitely I'm one of those people who doesn't have the big marketing budget. And so uh, getting elevated and celebrated on the platform is really a powerful thing for Wickedly Smart Women for our podcast as well. So thank you for, for creating it, JJ. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, it, it's so neat. We have seen on Good Pods just, you know, podcasts that I'm quite sure nobody had heard of before, except for the one person who started it, truly get passed from friend to friend to friend to friend to friend. And next thing you know, you know, 30 of your friends have listened to this thing. And it's really, really really fun to happen. Yeah, well, and what's also beautiful, JJ, about the vision is, as in any industry, even though podcasting is relatively new, as in any industry, what I have seen happen is there comes a point where as the industry starts to grow, that there's this, like, we'll call it the glass ceiling or this invisible ceiling, where all of a sudden the influencers have coagulated the power and the listenership and the people who are attempting to also put their voice out there, it's hard to get through that and to also get ears on what they're doing. And so uh, what I'm hearing that you're doing with Good Pods and what I'm grateful that you're doing with Good Pods is you have intent to really diversify and to really allow people to be heard who might not otherwise be heard. And that's just a beautiful thing. So thank you for that. Thank you. That's certainly our hope. Yeah, beautiful. So I want to talk to you now about leadership. So, you know, you mentioned you have a small team and ultimately it's going to grow. And and I'm sure you've been parts of uh, much bigger teams when you were with MSNBC and in your other businesses. I'd love to have you talk about the part of being either a team leader or a team member around evaluating what's yours to do and what you have capacity to do. Just like we started at the beginning of the show talking about, is it the right time for good pods, which, you know, you made the decision that it was. So can you talk a little bit about your own internal processes around evaluating what's yours to do and what's not yours to do and how you make those decisions? You know, I had a few years in my life that were incredibly busy. So I I launched my show on MSNBC. I launched Good Shop, my old company, which is a um, coupon company that donates a percentage back to charity. So I launched Good Shop, and then I launched Good Pods, and I got married. I'm sorry, I launched Good Shop. I launched my show on MSNBC. I got married, and I had three kids all within four years or five years, right? And so I had to spend a little time, and I, I don't know if this is exactly what you're asking, but I had to spend a lot of time thinking, where should I spend my time? And it gets just busier and busier as the kids get older and my company got bigger and MSNBC got more out of an audience. And I just, the way I do it is I think about, well, first, always have a great team around you so you don't have to do everything yourself. But I, at any given moment, I thought, when I look back on this moment in 10 years from now, what am I going to wish I had done? I'm going to wish I concentrated on one thing versus another or, I don't know, somehow if I try and put myself 10 years into the future, it makes my decisions a bit more clear to me. I love that. I love that. So, you know, when we 
source from that place, when we source from the who do I want to be, who do I want to become, what decision will I make now that will help me to step more fully into that, that's, uh, that's what JJ is talking about there. So beautiful. So let's talk about team and asking for help. So for me personally, one of the challenges I've had in my own life, in my own entrepreneurship, in my own business is, is knowing how to ask for help. And, and often I've asked for help in all the wrong places, which has really you know, caused my business at many points in time to become stuck in the mud. So how mm. have you learned to ask for help, number one, and evaluate what's helpful and what's not helpful, number two? Right. Well, that is a that is a real issue, right? Because you could spend your time getting a lot of useless advice or advice that you already know or no, that's an interesting question. I think I've surrounded myself with a lot of smart people now, right? I've been doing this for quite a long time and I know who to go to for what. I also know to ask for help, right? <laughs> I mean, especially in business, we are not reinventing the wheel here. Most of what we are doing around the mechanics of what we're doing has been done before. So if you just get something really complicated, but that everyone has to do, like get health insurance for your employees, right? Or set up a website, whatever it is, go find someone who's done it before, who you see, who you respect, who's done it well, and just ask them how, because it will take you days, if not weeks or months to figure it out yourself. Or you can just call someone and say, what'd you do? And it shortcuts everything. So yeah, if anything, I don't know if I, I've just learned to ask a lot. Get advisors, get friends. Yeah, so something that's coming in right now that just you know feels like I want to express it is that this is the difference between valuing your vision and being stuck in a place of feeling like you have to figure it all out yourself. What I'm hearing here, JJ, is if you hold the priority on getting the vision brought into fruition, it's not about you necessarily doing it all yourself. It's about who are all the people and the elements that will allow this vision to be brought into fruition. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. So my mom, who was, I, I mentioned before, a very, very successful entrepreneur. She, when we were little, there are four of us kids in my family, and she used to always read the, you know, the little engine that could, mm -hmm. that story. I think I can, I think I can, right? So I kind of expanded upon that when I got older and started my own company and had my show of, I think I can, but also I think I can't. And what I mean by that is when I'm up at two in the morning, stressed out about something that needs to get done, I don't have to think I need to do this. When I th say I think I can, all I need to think is either I can do this or I can depend on myself to find and identify the person to help me. Like, understand what I can't do, be okay with that, and have faith that I can go find the person to help me. Great. I'm so glad you said faith. So let's talk about that. How do you deepen in your own trust of yourself? How do you deepen in your own faith that you will find somebody to help you with your vision and to bring it into reality? For me, it's just relationships. It's just talking to people and it's, it is, and it is working hard, right? It's working hard. And it's also understanding that things are going to fail and that is okay. Right. It's understanding my risk profile. Like, am I willing to go take a chance and start a new company? And I honestly, you know, or truly believe that it's going to work, but Hey, if it didn't work, would I be okay? 
once you get that, I will still be okay. At least for me, it gives me the, sort of, I'm empowered to say, okay, let's, let's go for it. Let me give it my all and believe in myself that I can do this. You just, Dude. you can't be scared, right? Can't be scared. Definitely can't be I mean, scared if you're going to be an <laughs> entrepreneur. Because <laughs> every right. day can be scary as an entrepreneur, right? Exactly. Or rather, you can be scared, but you have to be comfortable with that fear. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All right. Well, we have time for maybe one more question here. So I think the question I want to ask you about is I want to ask you about uh, about risk mitigation because we've actually talked a lot about taking risks. And in the process of being an entrepreneur and the process of putting yourself out there and the process of, you know, bringing something completely not non-existent into life, what are the things that you do either for self-care to mitigate the risk of your own burnout or for financial care to mitigate the risk of overspending before you've started earning or uh, in terms of you know, your communications, what are some of the things that you have in your toolbox around risk mitigation? Family, friends, and working hard, I think are mine, right? So I, I think there is a tremendous amount of work to do. And I feel like I'm up for the challenge of doing that. I mean, I do sort of all the things that that you would read in like a top five list on how to stay sane, right? So I work out and I spend a lot of time with my family and my husband is here and very supportive of me. So I, I have a good sort of circle around me to be in a place where I'm able to go ahead and say, okay, I want to go give this a shot and start this company. So it's interesting when you said family and friends, and then I work hard. For me, I was like, I was hearing in my own mind, fun is one of the things that for me, I need to have fun in order to feel like whatever I am pouring my devotion into, whatever I am pouring my energy into. So I feel like for you, JJ, working hard is actually fun. Am I hearing that correctly? <laughs> I really like my work a lot. I think it's great. I, I, really, I really enjoy it. All right. Well, let's make sure that we keep the fun in the process here as well. We are at the end. I'm really grateful that you were able to come today, JJ. Please go to goodpods.com and download the Good Pods app. Be sure to follow the Wickedly Smart Women podcast and share it with your friends. Be sure to share the app and the URL with your friends. We will have all of that in the show notes. And let us know, listeners, we do love feedback, what you thought of today's show or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. Also, remember, we do have a listener line. The phone number for that will be in the show notes. We might even give you a shout out on the show if you call in and leave us a message there. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list 
to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.